Had you actually read the email, you would know that the podcast you are about to listen to could contain explicit language and offensive content. These HR experts' views are not representative of their past, present, or future employers. If you've ever heard, my manager is unfair to me, I need you to reset my HR portal password, or can I write up my employee for crying too much? Welcome to our little safe zone. Welcome to Jaded HR. Welcome to Jaded HR, the podcast by two HR professionals who want to help you get through the workday by saying all the things you're thinking, but say them out loud. I'm Warren. And this is Feathers. This has been a, an incredible week for us. I, I shared with you and I'll share, we're going to have to move to Nigeria. <laughs> Apple Podcast has us as the number one... Yeah, you're still on the punchline before even like like telling the joke. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving to Nigeria, baby. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> our our podcast is ranked by Apple Podcasts as the number one hundred and twenty sixth podcast in Nigeria, and that's by Apple Podcasts. And I don't show one damn download from Nigeria. So thank you for all the Nigerians out there. Uh, whatever your issues are, we're hopefully we're helping you and we're guiding you in the right direction. Yeah, Nigeria. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, just just have your uncle stop sending me emails about <laughs> winning the lottery and need a safe place to hold it and you know, things like that. That's really what's going on. So that's that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah goes- Dan Prince is um is trying to give us four million dollars. Hey, maybe he wants yeah. to buy us beers. Hey, if he wants to buy us beers, it's an easy way to do it. The yeah. link tree in the show notes. You can buy us a beer, baby. Yeah. Or visit all our social media platforms. <laughs> and let me tell you, I actually did a great job with social media the last week. I think I posted like five times. Most in one day, I was just bored to tears. But uh, yeah, I, I made like five Instagram posts. You must have been doing your uh, your Sherm CE stuff, because that's when you're bored to tears. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was doing uh, I've earned a lot of CPE credits lately. And uh, yeah, I'm doing... I'm multitasking. Is well, what I'm doing. Other things I can do while I'm taking the seminar. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And but no, we we've got a lot of good stuff going on. And while we're talking about social media, Facebook is now hosting podcasts, and we are on Facebook podcasts. You just go to the Jaded HR page on Facebook, and you'll get our podcast. You can download right there. So I haven't even tried it yet, but we're there. I, I got us registered late last week for that. So. Isn't, We're isn't, everywhere you want to be. Isn't it meta now? It's not Facebook anymore? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook is my least favorite of all the things, but I'm on it probably the most just because that's where my friends are. It's a necessary evil. That's all I call it. it. It's a necessary evil. Uh, yeah. So any, uh, any, any reviews? Any new things popped up? I did not check our reviews. It was off week. We, you know, I'm amazed we're ranked 126 in Nigeria on off week. <laughs> Man, this week we might be number one. We might be above. Gosh, what's the number one? Uh, the Office podcast with Jenna Fisher and the other girl. Oh, I can't remember its name. I listen to it sometimes. Mandy Cohen. Mandy Cohen. Mandy. No, uh, the Angela from the Office. 
Um, wow. Anyways, mm-hmm. but they're, they're, I think the international number one right now or something like that, but we're coming for you. So I had this great idea last night and I was driving back from our alma mater that now being the advisor for our local fraternity chapter there at East Carolina, that I could get all the pledges to go in and do reviews for us every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> but then I thought, no, nah, I'm stacking the deck. Is that hazing? Am I forcing? Oh, everything's hazing now. Even more than they have to. <laughs> I I loved our fraternity life, but everything is hazing now. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you can't. Can, can, we, can we adopt these things in the workplace? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Lineups and uh, yeah. physical push-ups and clean, clean my office, memorize these things. Oh yeah, I think we should. I think we should definitely bring it into the workplace. <laughs> yeah, they had a word for that. That was called slavery. <laughs> it was in the office. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> my, my bad. What? There are interns. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to pay them. Yeah. If it's uh, for credit, you don't have to pay them. Yeah. It's not for credit. You better be paying their asses. So build, that- we'll build into our uh, RTO plans that uh, all the new interns we're going to have to have take care of everything for us. <laughs> yeah, we're a company of 150 people. I need 30 interns. <laughs> <summer. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They need to know how to line up alphabetically, tell us the shortest. Absolutely. Yeah, birthday. It's I mean all, yeah. all things they shouldn't know about each other, like your street address, what what your yeah. income is. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. Yeah. Line up by your income. Zero. They just make a big circle versus uh, That'd be awesome to go to the department. Line up time. Line up by your fist fight before that's over with. And you're gonna have a whole lot of butthurt employees really <laughs> quick. You make more than me. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> I'm calling HR. I am HR. <laughs> oh, yeah, we already knew that. <laughs> and I've seen the review, and your review sucked. So, uh, <laughs> so fuck up. Oh, sorry. Um, yes, yeah, just shut up. <laughs> well, I, I want to start with a couple of personal stories. And one of them has been just really recent for me. But it's been ongoing. So I'm, I'm going to call this person Jim as a pseudonym. But uh, he is what I'll call the intentionally obtuse employee. Is that Jim's, and, pro- is that Jim's pronouns? <laughs> yes, his, his uh, pronouns are obtuse. Obtuse, got it. Okay. Obtuse yeah. employee Jim. Got it. Okay. I mean, yeah. I'm locked. <laughs> so, I mean, he, he's intentionally diff- – I can only believe it's intentionally. He, he always has to reply in, to all an email to everyone. And he'll reply with some stupid question. And mind you, I work with two or three different people. I'll send, a, I'll bounce the email off of them to make it gym proof before. And we call it that. Not we use his real name, but we'd say, "Hey, will this be a gym proof email?" And uh, we think we got him beat, but he he comes up with something every single time. So. Obviously, this is gonna. This episode is gonna air on Veterans Day, and thank you to all our veterans uh, out there. But we sent an email for explaining appreciation for veterans, and we're gonna have a breakfast, and uh, not just for veterans, but for everybody. But in uh, honor of Veterans Day, we're over forty-two percent prior service where I work now. But uh, anyways, we send out this really nice, well thought out email, and then here come the questions: Do I get the day off even though I'm not a veteran? <laughs> 
And I gave him his answer. Yes, it's it's a day off for everybody. The the company is closed. And why isn't this holiday on a Monday or Friday? I don't know. Right, you're a fucking congressman. I don't know. Veterans Day is not an observed holiday, unless it's on a Saturday or Sunday. And then, can I take Friday too? Sure, if you have PTO, take all the days off you want. I mean, these are the type of questions he's replying on an email that's going up to thank veterans and tell them we're having a breakfast, catered breakfast by Chick-fil-A in our office. For Oh, yeah, Chick-fil-A, that is a good breakfast. Yeah, exactly. I'm picking the drive down just for Chick-fil-A. Wait a minute, my gas prices suck. Never mind, I'm not coming yeah. down. <laughs> You're better off. I'll send you a gift card. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so th- th- we had all this. But mind you, he's asking about the, if we get the day off. He's been at the company 10 times longer than I have. And he's asking this question. You don't remember last year? But it's just, oh, it's going on. So another example, number two, with the, we deal with, with this gym guy. We're going through ISO 9001 compliance. And let me tell you, if you are an HR person and you're going through it, you better know how to write policies, procedures, things like that, because that's all you're going to be doing for your foreseeable future is writing policies down and documenting everything. And he's very aware of what those status is. But part of the process is you have to make your employees aware of the process and all, just a lot. So we made a, a training and we put it in our LMS system, launched it to all employees. And he, he decided to go to my HR associate versus me for the, his questions but once again, we tried to gym proof the email and he got, but he knew to avoid me because I was getting a little snippy with him before. Uh, but <laughs> he was being obtuse. He was being obtuse. <laughs> and the third example of Jim's obtuseness, if that is such a word, I will admit. <laughs> it just sounds like a pain in the fucking ass, is what it sounds it like. So this is also our time for our annual evaluations. We do the whole company on a, a standard review date, and we're doing that. And he, Believe it or not, Jim supervises others, which is a freaking a miracle, if you ask me. So those we did a training. People. Those poor people. Oh, yes, they are. Those poor people. I would hate to see his reviews. I would hate to be managed by him. I'd have to look for another job. Like, Oh, once again, tried to Jim-proof everything. I had emails from him tonight at 5 o'clock asking him questions about the review, which if you just read the directions, they're there for you. But we get through. I ask if there are any questions. And, of course... Who raises their hand? Jim. Another manager also raises their hand, and I go to that manager because this is for the managers to know how to do as we're doing it in the new HRS system. So I, I go to that manager, and Jim cuts that person off to ask his question. And his first line when he started his question is, you know me, I'm going to have 100 questions. So that tells me right now, Everything you're doing is intentional and to be just a complete dipshit to piss everybody off and manage other people start leaving as he's starting to talk. So it was, I, I would not want to act that way in front of my supervisors, my other managers, because my goodness, I mean, I don't think they think very highly of them, but you know, to just solidify it. But I, I just really wanted to say, you know, stop being an asshole. <laughs> read, read, read. So, yeah, Jim, Jim's been making my life, you know, he's intentionally difficult, and I just don't understand why someone would want to act like that. So, and please, right, he, does he reply all in these emails? No, but I don't smoke. 
I know. I'm yeah, sorry, that's but. a that's a that's an admirable thing. You shouldn't smoke. Yes. Uh, no, I, I don't smoke. I don't. I've never smoked. I am sensitive to cigarette smoke, and I realize I am. So if I start smoking cigarette, I, it's me. I'm sensitive, etc. But I had an employee come in my office, and I don't ever see this employee. Came in, and he. Sw- I swear he smelled like he bathed in an ashtray, and. I was like having difficulty breathing. He he had some questions about the HRS system and doing that training I was talking about. Jim was having problems with, but this guy uh, just doesn't like computers at all. So putting it in our LMS uh, of our HRS didn't work too well as I talk in alphabet soup, but I was rushing so bad just to get him out of here. I mean, oh my gosh, I've never smelt somebody who smelled that bad with cigarettes. I don't know. And this was like 9 a.m. So I don't know if he'd just been doing a clam bake in his car with cigarettes or something like that. And uh, see how many cigarettes we can get going, dude. And uh, I don't know. It was rough. So I ended up going to our restroom and stealing the air freshener spray after. Is it the the smell was lingering for a while. Sure. I went to the bathroom and steal the air freshener. And I know the receptionist saw me like, oh God, what's she she's thinking I'm in there gassy as hell or something like that. And uh, <laughs> air freshener not to kill somebody, but oh man. It was, it was rough. So, but the thing is I've worked with other smokers who some people, one person I had a a boss of mine, I never knew smoked until years of working with them. And uh, we went out to lunch and he drove. And then I realized he was a smoker, but I never knew it. You know, if you're a smoker, great, take care of it. Don't let the rest of the world die because you bathe in an ashtray or something like that. It was like, I can't explain how awful the smell this was. It was, it was pretty, pretty fucking bad. So I'm a reformed smoker, so I have to admit that I went on a couple job interviews before I got into HR, and I was a heavy smoker. I mean, like a pack a day. I'm sure I was probably that guy in those interviews because I would have a cigarette in my car, like a, like an idiot, have a cigarette in my car right before I go into a job interview. I'm sure <laughs> I just, I'm sure my breath rang. It was awful. And I didn't get like my, truly get my sense of smell back for, I don't know, about a year. And then once I've got it back, like now, like you, I can't be around it. It just it makes me gag. But I think like that's what I smell like. I was like, oh, uh, dear God, I apologize to every person I was around. Why didn't you punch me in the face? Like, oh, dear God, I smell like awful. I smell like I've ass. even had a housemate that knew smoke, and she took smoke breaks and everything. But I never, ever, I don't know if she febrezed before she came back in the building or anything. I never would have known if uh, she didn't disappear several times a day to, to take a smoke break. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people, you know, do it well. I don't want to come down on smokers or anything, but a lot of people do it well, but this dude was just, it was, it was rough, man. So, wow. So we've mentioned a little earlier, I'd, I've been really pushing hard on getting on my CPEs for, uh, in, in the last few weeks, I think I've gotten 20 some odd hours of CPEs and a lot of them, I'm just re- running the video in the background while I'm doing my job and I take the quiz and then I'll get my, get my credits and move on. I did a, uh, I've done a couple seminars. I did one seminar I did, and I've done this seminar. I, they're on the 37th or 38th rendition of this. I've been doing this seminar. I've probably done it 15 times at least that they've done it, but the actual sessions individual sessions were great but their keynote speaker was one another one of those cliche kings of try your hardest do your best 
you know, talking about pivots in the new normal. And I was just wishing for a bingo card for <laughs> keynote speaker bingo card. So if you remember, once upon a time, Patrick and I came up with a bingo yeah. uh, card yeah. employees. Yeah. So I would come up with a bingo card for these keynote speeches. So anytime someone says resilience or adaptability or the be innovative or try harder or try your best or, you know, camaraderie or something, you know, I could fill a hundred bingo cards up with this stuff and check. <laughs> what? But which would be awesome right in the middle of the keynote. Bingo! Bingo! <laughs> yes. Uh, and that was bought, that was brought to you by Jaded HR. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, that I I want to hear we someone. Could, well, we could we could we could uh, pair up with uh, not Sherm approved and get those bingo cards out there at the next um Sherm conference. Sherm conference. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> But I, I will say one of the, the conferences I've done for credit recently, I did the Bamboo HR virtual conference, and they actually, in their resource center, had a bingo card they had done. And I was sort of surprised. Now, it wasn't as jaded as mine would be, but uh, <laughs> you can still win my jaded HR one. But they did have a one that had all sorts of bromides and cliches in there. And they actually were encouraging people to take a picture of it and post it online And when you get bingo. And I was like, wow, I could, uh, you know, I, I thought I'm surprised they did something like this. When I'm thinking of it, I'm thinking not as to be silly or anything. I'm thinking just to be rude <laughs> as hell. I'm not, I'm not going for silliness or anything. But I, and I was thinking that these bingo cards would make me pay attention a little bit more. I, I thought so now. I, I still can't tune into these these keynote speakers. Just nothing I can do. But yeah, what I'm going to. What was the What was the keynote even about? Who, who knows? <laughs> it, made, it made a deep impression on you, Warren. I can see yeah, it, it changed your life. It changed you're my a, life. You are a better HR. You're a better human. You're a better everything. I put now. the human back in resources. There, there you go. And I'm a people person. <laughs> Yeah, my, my people person. My people person tolerance skills were at zero after uh, an hour of this keynote garbage. Uh, you know, I, that's what I'm going to do. I want to be a keynote speaker. If you want uh, me to come speak to you, hit me up. Uh, we're, we're happy to come do it. Especially with some beers ahead of time. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a that's you know those celebrities they have their little uh, riders to their kind. You have to. I only need green M and M's in my uh, room. You know, I need two cases of PBR. Yeah, <laughs> and a bottle of Jaeger and Fireball. We'll call it a day. <laughs> and we'll, we'll even bring our friends. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the the, sim, the the keynote speech you will not forget. There'll be a lot of synergy. <laughs> Sit her up and see. And we'll, we'll, we'll hand out bingo cards to our own keynote speech. I mean, if we if we drink all the beer and drink all the, the liquor and everything, we won't remember it anyway. So who knows? Yeah. We'll, we won't know if somebody hit bingo or not. We'll be like, yeah, fuck yeah, you win. Yeah. It's a bottle of Jaeger. Go for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're, we're for hire for your keynote <laughs> speech yeah, need. I mean, we're cheap, man. A couple of cases of PBR, that's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that, I'm gonna I'm gonna mar start marketing us out that way. <laughs> We're available for keynotes, <laughs> but I'll, I'll also I, I say about the uh, one of the online seminars. 
people, the first thing I put it, can I get the notes? Where can I get the notes? That, that just kills me. Were people talking the whole chit-chatting the whole time in the chat section of the online virtual seminars? And I'm like, you know, that, and oh, then I followed the bamboo HR, whatever hashtag they use. And you can find uh, jaded HR posted under one of their hashtags because I was so busy and thrilled. I had to multitask once again. <laughs> I was forced, it was so great. I was forced to multitask. So I, I multitask and put a hashtag out there. But anyways, people aren't there. This was the greatest thing in the world. I said, if you learned anything at all over that entire day, you had either no experience going in or you just wanted your hashtag to get repeated by, by the sponsor. So that, that was, that was crazy. But uh, I did like seeing the, the bingo card idea. And I think I want to, I want to make, I think that's a way we can monetize beyond our bias of beer. Sell, <laughs> sell some merch. As I sell say. some merch. <laughs> some merch. So, man. Can the coffee well, mug, can the coffee mug just say I'm fucking jaded? <laughs> <laughs> Go the fuck away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is not coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it's the fourth quarter. Annual reviews. We've got this. We got everything else. Yeah, this is this is definitely not this is definitely not coffee. <laughs> yeah, but let's talk about a little pop culture thing going on right now, and we'll try not to get too political with this. We're looking at it from a, a humor point of view, but let's go, Brandon. <laughs> I was Which, telling. You- which we did here, chanted in the football stadium this weekend. Yes. Well, I was telling you that last Thursday at the football game we were at, while you were very astute and there in your skybox, yeah. and we were in the freezing rain and all that. But anyways, there were, there were these signs and banners as it was a nationally televised game, and there must have been four or five of them around the stadium saying, let's go, Brennan. And I had no fucking clue what that was about. So I had to ask my daughter. Uh, of course, anything pop culture related, I need to ask someone because I'm completely oblivious. Uh, so I asked her. No, no, Warren, we're getting old. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm old, but I was completely oblivious to the Let's Go Brandon thing. Yeah, but she told me, and I, because when I said her, we don't have any notable Brandons on our football team. I, I, <laughs> I'm thinking through my head, just think of all the players I can think of. I don't know one brand and first or last name on the team. Yeah, so I was I had to ask her, and she told me. So you know, and in that game Thursday night, there weren't enough people in the stadium to hear a cheer if there was a chant or a cheer of it. But yeah, this past Saturday, there definitely was more than one time that got got pronounced out there. But where I want to go into HR world with this is Southwest Airlines. They their one of their pilots in the pre-flight speech that pilots give ended it with let's go brandon and apparently a lot of people got really upset over that so mr feathers hr manager what are you going to do if you are southwest airlines you know it's uh it falls back to anything else it's probably in your handbook when it comes to something being political so you've got witnesses in that situation i mean we can't we won't let people put 
political signs up in their cubicles or their desks or taglines and emails, things of that nature. And if, unfortunately, if this did happen, which we might have 200 witnesses to say that, <laughs> that it happened, then you have to follow your normal protocols in this. Yeah, you'd have to do But do you think this amounts to a termination or is this a, okay, Warren, don't do that anymore, slapping the wrist? And where, where, where in my opinion, in my opinion, I'm not, I'm not firing the person over this. I mean, there's, no. there, it's not egregious enough to terminate them. But I mean, again, I'd have to go back and you'd have to understand whatever the policies are for the organization. But I mean, definitely a progressive discipline write up of some kind, probably a, a one time don't fucking ever do this again or I will fire you kind of situation. I mean, especially what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah, basically that's what I want to like, like whatever your political views are, even if you think it's funny or not funny, it's still, it's like, what the fuck were you thinking? Like, but politics have just become so corrosive in our society right now. Yes. And it's only getting worse. It is only getting worse. Like I said, I had, I would not have had a clue about what that is. At all, but I also avoid politics as much as possible. So Babylon B, which is you know, okay. a, satir- a satirical site, yes, they put out some videos. Maybe they were like satire, and I, I like satire. They put out some videos, and they were like, "So what do parents do if their kids are named Brandon? <laughs> like, if they're at a sporting event, and you want to say, let's go, Brandon,' because your kid is Brandon.'" Like, how do you cheer for him? <laughs> so, like, one of them was like, make haste, Brandon, make haste. <laughs> and then it was like, you're doing, like, little symbols and clapping or whatever, and they're like, that's Morris code for let's go, Brandon. But everybody else doesn't know that, but my son does. <laughs> I mean, like, but it is a very interesting concept. If you think about that right now as a parent, like, or anybody, if you're cheering for somebody and you're like, let's go fucking Brandon, but then, wait a minute, what's the context that I'm actually saying? So maybe the, pilot, Karen, maybe, gonna... maybe the pilot, maybe the maybe the co-pilot was Brandon, and it was Brandon's first big flight. You know what? Let's fucking go, Brandon. <laughs> That's the, the excuse that will get him zero hand slaps. and yeah. uh, you, uh, better, you better hope the co-pilot's name is Brandon. <laughs> or the... <laughs> His pronoun is Brandon. Right. <laughs> yeah, I did see somebody. I did see somebody did that. Like they said, my my pronouns now are "let's go" and Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> oh, people! It's people so are. it's so bad. I mean, it's just it's stupid. I mean, it's just. Oh, it, it, it is. But I, I think, think. But I was with you like two weeks ago. I had no idea what it meant, and I had asked somebody myself. That we know well, that we mutually know that's heavy into politics. It's that ginger that we know likes to post things oh, on um, our house ginger. Our house ginger who likes to post things <laughs> on this is occasion. Yeah, it was a perfect time for to bring the house ginger into the conversation because the house ginger understands what we're asking him. And he was like, "How do you not know about this? I, I didn't know about it. I happened to be in Charleston last weekend, and like the you know the cheesy T-shirt shops. Now all those towns, <laughs> all the towns have. Of course, there was like 19 different versions of the Let's Go Brandon T-shirt." So here's your same kind of question. If you don't know what it means and you have an employee, like let's say you're in a warehouse situation, you have an employee show up that says the t-shirt says, let's go, Brandon. We know what the connotation is, which is fuck Joe Biden, but like it doesn't say that. So what do you do in the warehouse? What, like what would you do in the warehouse situation? I, I got to think just like before, it, it's not appropriate for the workplace because the new meaning, it has right. some text to it that is going to be hurtful to someone in some way, shape or form. So but isn't yeah. everything hurtful now? 
It is. I it is. Be everything. I mean, like, I can be butthurt over everything. Like, it's Monday. <laughs> it's Tuesday. It doesn't matter. But yeah, exactly. People just are looking for reasons to be hurt. And uh, but if I tell you what, if my kid was Brandon, I'd be going to all those t-shirt shops and in Myrtle Beach and Nags Head and all those yeah. places and buying all this. Let's go Brandon, and stuff. Man, uh, I kid would have a hell of a Christmas. He has like 19 different t-shirts with his name on it. <laughs> What's up? I'm Brandon. Let's go. <laughs> Just don't ever tell the kid what it means. <laughs> don't ever watch the news, Brandon. It's okay. Keep watching your YouTube videos. It's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the kids are smarter today. I bet you. Oh, I bet you. They all, they all know what it means. They, uh, yeah. No, they all know what it means. Us, us old fogies are the ones going, wait, what? Uh, are they really? Are they chanting "Let's Go, Brandon"? What, what's that about? <laughs> yeah, but I, I do have to give props to that sportscaster for for thinking quickly on his feet and trying to rephrase the chant in the background. I was like, a, <laughs> and, I, then, I, I, and then created a a social dynamic forever. <laughs> yeah, he ought to he ought to trademark it now and uh, start collecting some royalties, right? As it's on video when he created it. Yeah. You, you can't deny that. But but then here's yeah. the question. If I have a kid named Brandon and I say, let's go, Brandon, and then the, at a sporting event, do I owe that person a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> no, like I said, you're going to have Karen coming down on you. No, you can't say that. You can't say that. <laughs> or the Karen Rogers, if you're in the, in the NFL football at all. Uh, no, I don't know that. That's, the, that's, what that's what they're referring to Aaron Rodgers right now. With his oh. omission of his all of his vaccination of the c word, we're not talking about. But there, I saw some good memes calling him Karen Rogers, oh. <laughs> with like the the hair side piece thrown on. I, I, I thought it was pretty funny. Oh yeah, well, I, I did have a, a c word topic for today, and we're we're we've flown through my other topics, so I'll, I'll throw this one out there. All right, and uh, the C word. <laughs> we, it's you like know, OSHA. It's like, yeah, it's just bad. Well, okay, going to that, the, these time frames not being pushed back yet again. After, by the time they push back the dates, if someone hadn't gotten their first vaccination, it's too late. So it, it, it's almost like putting, I got a feeling that they're going to continue to push this back because it, what pushed this back the first time is retailers on the OSHA side, the employees over a hundred saying, we're going to lose, we're going to be, we're struggling as it is. And we're going to lose all of our employees. If you make us have a mandate. Mm -hmm. So they pushed back and that was, that was an article about that. But all these other places are just that are under national security and federal contractors, they can't afford to lose their people. So they push it back. Oh yeah, we'll push it back. And I got a feeling when January 4th comes around, it's going to get pushed back again. And it's going to get pushed back again. And it's going to be one of those things like the healthcare mandate that you must have ins uh, insurance or we're going to fine you. That was like 10, 12, maybe 15 years ago. And nobody's been fined yet for not having health insurance, but we still have to send those damn 1095 C's as, employers for that are completely useless to the employees because they will find an employer but they're not going to find the employee so anyways that's another whole rant for for me but going back to the c word there i forget who ran well this article is in jd supra by tiffany hendrix on october 27th indeed's 
Hiring Lab reported that job postings requiring vaccinations were up 242% from July. Well, no shit, because now the mandate well, is out. <laughs> Stop being logical. Yeah. And some even are requiring uh, applicants to upload proof of vaccination. Now, that's where I, 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 like, eh, I don't like that. Is that. Your card has your date of birth on it, and uh, I don't want to, to know that. Ask them. Just like you do, are you eligible to work in the United States? Everybody asks that question. And then you at, you take them at their word and then it's time to put a pen to paper on that I-9 and prove me that you're, you're eligible to work in the United States. Same thing. Okay, I've told you I'm vaccinated now. So here's, uh, now I ha- now you have to prove. So I didn't, I didn't care, I care for that. But it's not illegal. The EOC has said that that's fine. A recent survey suggests that hiring managers are making decisions based on an applicant's vaccination status. And that makes perfect sense to me. If I, if someone puts on their resume, and I've told the story before, I told both my kids to put it on their resumes. My daughter got her internship and my son's looking for a summer job. Put it out there because that's just one less question that employers, mm-hmm. employers going to have to ask. And if you are vaccinated and you don't put it on there, they might overlook you just because recruiting is something that nobody likes to do. So they're going for the quickest it, recruiters are going for the quickest fill where they have to ask the least amount of questions. Ooh, look at John Doe here. John has his vaccination. He's, uh, and we need that. So, hey, he put it on his resume. I don't know. But here, look at Sam Smith. He didn't, he's fully vaccinated. He didn't put it on his resume. I'm going to keep going as I've got 10 people here who said they are and put it on the resume uh, or in their cover letter or something like that so that it's known. So I, I like that. Uh, in that survey by Resume Builder, one third of hiring managers stated they would automatically eliminate an application because the applicant failed to list their vaccination status. I think that's a little bit high, but maybe one third of the, the world's economy or the country's economy, I think, is healthcare, which is mandated, has been mandated already. So if you're in some of these industries where it's mandated, I, I can see that. I think that's still a third is probably a bit high. But in that same survey, 69% of hiring managers stated, stated they were more likely to hire an applicant that received the vaccine. And that makes sense to me too. Regardless of your personal feelings on the vaccine, you know, hey, this person's probably not going to be out sick for two weeks because of COVID and and things like that. So I don't know. I just thought that was pretty interesting stats by Indeed and Resume Builder out there to see what's going on. But like I said, it seems to have worked for my children thus far and putting it on their resume. And I've encouraged other people to go ahead and put their vaccination status on their resume. So we'll, we'll see whatever makes out of that. There's so many fun things I like to add to my resume. <laughs> <laughs> Probably shouldn't list them right now. <laughs> <laughs> I could shotgun a beer in 2.5 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Never lost a tailgate. If any games I've ever gone to. <laughs> Never lost a tailgate. Been lost, but oh, I've never yeah. lost. <laughs> yeah, definitely <have> been lost. <laughs> uh, but we could do that. Another thing of stupid things people do put on their resumes. Oh, I mean, do it, goes, it goes back to my favorite subject of all time is people's email addresses. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to redo that one too. Is there, there's always more and people have it. So, yeah, there, there's just, there is so much great topics out there for that. But, uh, and speaking of topics, I'm out of topics for today. How about you? Anything that you wanted to add on top of the pile? 
No, I mean, my best practice this week is just don't suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't suck. Don't suck. <laughs> yeah. That, that's my job description. Don't suck. <laughs> yeah, don't suck. And other duties assigned. <laughs> <laughs> and other duties as assigned. As assigned. <laughs> uh, the KSAs you need, just don't suck. <laughs> that's all there There needs to be. Oh, yeah. And don't hit reply all in your emails. <laughs> yes. And make yes. sure if you're an obtuse, annoying email, or annoying employee. <laughs> Uh, you know, we, that should be an interview question. You can ask people, are you going to be really dense and make me work hard? To- <laughs> yeah. So I know you're putting on a good front right now, but are you really an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to have that, do that interview. <laughs> that, that would be, that, that's, what we, that's what we should do one time. We should do real interview question. What, what we really wouldn't ask on interviews. All right. Challenge accepted. I'm going to put that together for a future episode. Let's see like what we can it. do. I like, I like that idea. And any listeners out there, if you know questions, please shoot some questions you would want to really, truly ask on an interview. <laughs> Even if they're illegal. But Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah. This is no whole part. Especially if they're illegal. I don't give a fuck what you're asking. Like, I just want to hear what you really, really want to know. Exactly. Well, speaking of future episodes, our next episode is going to feature a listener-submitted story that I didn't get to incorporate into this week's episode, but I will do that very shortly. Also, want to remind you to go to the link tree, all sorts of great links there to all our social media. Uh, you can buy us a beer. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That is a great thing you can do to support the, the podcast because That's how it'll help other people. Having reviews will help other people find our podcast. And as always, spread the word. I I was amazed. We talked about Nigeria earlier, but in all seriousness, (laughs) Montana has exploded. We're like, if if they gave stats for individual states, we'd be doing great. A few months ago, we had zero downloads in Montana. And we're not talking like they're all localized. You've got some uh, Bozeman. You've got some that are in Glacier National Park. You got Helena. like, like. Wow, somebody in Montana really uh, uh, loved us and spread the word because we're like crazy in Montana right now. All right, which I love Montana too. I'm smelling a road trip. I'm smelling a road trip. We're taking the shade HR on the road. Hey, we will come to the Montana Sherm uh, conference and and (laughs) speak there. We'll pass out our bingo cards. Just, just two cases of PBR. I <laughs> know, <laughs> and we're in. But, I mean, and we're there. We got to see off. The, we got to make sure we're okay because we got to fly to Nigeria to thank all the Nigerians. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know about going. I don't know how safe or not safe it is. I just know my damn emails do not like uh, these Nigerian princes. I, I haven't had that in a while, but I remember getting those quite regularly. So once again, follow our link tree. Check us out everywhere. Uh, follow us on social media. Love to see some more input from our listeners. Y'all are great. As always, our intro and outro music is Devil with the Devil by the Underscore Orchestra. And also, our voice artist is Andrew Kolpa, who does our disclaimer at the very beginning. As always, I'm Warren. And this is Feathers. And we're helping you survive HR one what-the-fuck moment at a time. Amen.